is on the menu. Nibbles and big blowouts. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket, Only Better, episode 156. I'm Ed Hawkins. We're still on a white ball diet here at the Cobb. And a T21 at that. Plenty to chow down on this week with another feast. Here's Sam Collins. Yes, we will make gambling gluttons out of all of you. We've got Caribbean Premier League, Pakistan versus England and India versus Australia. And we've got betting.betfairs, Paul Krishnamurti, not sated despite a 35 to 1 winner last week. God save Paul Krishnamurti. Hello. Hi, Sam. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, just maybe one of these days I'll put one of them in the best bets. Lovely stuff. And always hungry for value is uh, sportinglife.com's Richard Mann. God save the glorious Richard Mann. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sam. Hello, Richard. Right, you'd be mad to miss the best bets this week. They come at the end of the show, as always. Um, Can you whet our appetite a little, please, Hawkins? Yeah, trade strategies. The treble klaxon, which is worth a massive 109 to 1, and we're assured it will win this week. There are players to follow. There's pitch data as well. It's an absolute corker. Let's get on with the show. We start with a Caribbean Premier League update. Barbados Royals running away with it so much so that the Betfair Exchange outright market has given up the ghost. They're already in the playoffs with two bites at the cherry of the final. And a real scrap is on now, of course, for the final three spots. Um, We have a new ground. The tournament's moved to Providence in Guyana. 11 games to be played there, including the final. Um, Hawkins, what can we expect? Yeah, this is a big one, Providence. It could really shape the end of this tournament. It's been very difficult to bat on historically. In 2018, the run rate was 7.4. In 2019, it was just 7. In Caribbean Premier League history, 32 matches. Only 12 of those first innings saw scores of more than 150. However, the problem is five of those were since September 2019. So has the nature of the pitch changed it's always been about second venue as well so interested to see what the guys reckon well krishnamati what do we make of that historically it's quite a middling ground um just take the last season there's seven matches here there was one score 200 plus only one under 140 and the sixes only two out of seven 15 or higher three out of seven 10 or fewer so it's very middling. I would say par will start around 150, 155. Um, strategically, I think strategy discussed earlier in the series that hasn't really paid off that often is uh, still stands, which is go unders at the start and overs later on. Because um, it is a hard batting pitch, but as those numbers say, you don't have some really low scores at some of the other grounds. I think also these teams are very well stacked for late runs in general. So that might be the play. Okay. Um, Richard Mann, what have you spotted? Yeah, well, well, looking back at 2019, a lot of middling scars, bitty scars. And I was talking about top bats stats for the last few weeks. And it, it found us an eight to one winner last week. 
Uh, and in 2019, number seven caught twice from seven matches, 14 innings. That would have been a big winner on, on value. Um, number, a winner for number six, a winner for number five, and number four did well as well. Um, so I think middle order and lower order did well here. And what the numbers don't tell you are those basic numbers. So many games where five and six and seven were actually in the running for the top batsman award and maybe lost out by five or six. Middling scores, and I think... Lots of bitty 20s, 30s, 40s might be enough to win you the top batsman market. Okay, uh, quick view from the guys. Um, Paul Krishnamurti first. Uh, the Royals, are they unstoppable? And if they are not, who stops them? Um, a one, two, please. Well, they, they are stoppable because we've seen it so many times before with the leaders in these uh, franchise T20 competitions. Um, I, looking through the alternatives... To me, Talawars look easily the best. I, I think they've got an excellent middle order um, and they've been far more impressive with the size of fans that start like Guyana or um, St. Kitts. And I'm really underwhelmed with Trimbago. I really think they're overrated in, in the client. So I'd go for Talawars a bit of value. I think they're around about four to one at the moment. Okay, lovely stuff. Richard Mann, same to you. Yes, so it's exactly the same. I think that is just a Talawas are the solid option against the Wiles. Don't like them much. Oh, don't like the rest much at all, sorry. Okay, lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Let's get on with the games. Just a sign to say first, check out betting.betfair for free bet offers. Terms and conditions apply over 18s only. And please do check begamblerware.org. Right now, let's get on with the show. Right, Guyana Amazon Warriors versus Jamaica Talawas, Thursday, midnight UK time. Providence, the venue, of course, live on BT Sports. Better exchange shaping up to price the Talawas around 1.8 here, with Guyana approaching 2.2. As always, we have Edward Hawkins with a loader. Yeah, Guyana are shaking things up and they probably need to. They've got some players out and they've got some players in. Sterling and Hemrush to open the batting. We think Gerbaz, the Afghan player, is going to come in and bat number three. Klaassen has gone home. Blackwood, Hetmeyer, Shakib Al-Hassan is in for Tobias Shams. He's also gone back to South Africa for that upcoming T20 series against India. Kimo, Paul, Shepard, Smith, they bat very deep there, don't they? Sinclair and Tahir. Jamaica, they've also got a new player in Mohammed Nabi. We'll get to him in a second. King Jangu, Brooks Powell, Rifa, Imad, Allen. We think Nabi comes in for green because of what more he does with the bat. Miguel Pretorius, Mohammed Emir and Gordon. Guyana, absolutely awful against the Royals, chasing just 111 in 16. That means we've got an alert out now on this tournament. We're trading only now. Well, I am personally, so I'm only taking big odds, taking on the outsiders, and I'm trading at the break. I'm not letting these bet, bets run. Your aim should be to all green. Don't let these bets run, please. Jamaica Teller has won the head-to-head -head here by four wickets earlier in the tournament. Guyana, average run rate of just 7.1. They go up against the tightest bowling unit in the tournament. That is Jamaica. Given the historic pitch, surely this is an unders play. Okay. Um, Richard Mann, do you agree with that approach? And how do you feel about the Talawas so far? I think you all picked them for the top four. 
Yeah, very solid. Uh, as we were, as we were discussing earlier, they look a, a really good side, and I th- I think looking at Guyana here, I think in these T Twenty competitions, it's very hard to arrest the momentum when you get off to a bad start. We've, we've seen in so many comps, the last this year, Kent defending champions uh, got off to a bad start. They just couldn't get back from that. Um, so I think Guyana look up against it on that. They were in free fall for me. Talawas just the opposite, really solid. Put in a good performance most games. Um, I think they're sailing into the playoffs uh, and they could be a spot of value in the outright. Okay, thank you. Um, Guyana, Paul Krishnamurti, talk to me. You and Edward Hawkins were very keen on them, but um, are you keen for this leg of the series with them at home? They've got to win now pretty much four games left, maybe minimum three wins perhaps. Can you see, I mean, do, do you think, uh, do you see them making the top four? I don't think they will. Um, I mean, they've been massively disappointed. I mean, the, the logic of the bet that they would be in contention in a good position to make the top four at this stage and then thrive with home advantage. But they've got to win at least three, if you're saying very possibly all four. Uh, they're playing terribly. I think that their best hope of doing anything is talking to Bray Shamsi and he's gone. And even if they are good replacements in Shamsi and Gervis coming in, the class and goes well. It's still weak. To me, their hope, the only hope is the middle order. That middle order is capable of anything, you know. Um, Romario Shepherd, Kimo Paul, Odin Smith. Uh, and as I was saying earlier about the strategy, both of these sides look well stacked for that, for that um late run strategy, because they've both got excellent middle orders. Um Talawas in particular with Roman Reef, which brought up last week, Imad Wasim, Fabian Allen. They've got, um, I think that's a pretty solid bet in this game. Bet overs for the last eight overs, eight to ten overs. Okay. Um, to Hawkins for the tops, please. Uh, short and sweet. Just keep an eye on Kimo Paul's price for Guyana. Uh, moved up to number three last time. So he's a movable feast, if you like, at big numbers. Okay, extremely short and extremely sweet. Uh, any other business, guys? Paul Krishnamurti first. Doesn't have to be yeah. player-related, this. On on that subject, um, you know, having such a bad season, they're entitled to experiment a bit. Kimo Paul was up to three last time, but there's no reason why they wouldn't put Odeon Smith or Romario Shepard up. Um, Smith was that 35-1 to one winner last week. He's in the 17s for this game. That's still not a terrible price. But even better is Romario Shepherd at 19. So he's perfect for the late ones here. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, Richard Mann, same question. Yeah, so this is this is the match all week I'm really keen on actually. Um I think in the gap for Guyana, the top batsman market, human Hetman is a massive price at six to one. Uh scores of 39, 46, 32, 20, and 12 so far in the comp. Um, as we've said already, poor lineup. He looks a standout in there. And then for the Talawas, a good winner on Raymond FIFA last week in the middle order. And I still think this mark, this market is rife for middle order. If you look at their top one scorers this year, Powell 219 and Brandon King 222 runs. They dominate the market, but Reefer 172. He's really packing a punch as well. And yet you can back him at 15 to 2. Uh, and I'd be ducking him again with Fabian Allen at 11 to 1. He made a 50 in the last match. I think Reefer and Allen definitely want ducking here. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Trimbago versus the Patriots are next, or is next rather. But first, it's a treble klaxon. And here is Richard Mann. 
So I've already told Ed Hawkins that this will definitely win. So, so no pressure. 109 to 1 treble kicking off with Harshal Patel, top India bowler in the second T20 v Australia. Uh, Mohamed Rizwan, top Pakistan batsman in the second T20 v England. And then I've just mentioned it, but Shimran Hetmeyer at 6 to 1, top Guyana batsman versus the Talawas. He's 6 to 1, and that, that's 109 to 1 treble. Thank you very much, Richard Mann. Right, back to the action for the Trin Bago Knight Riders versus the Patriots. Game day, Thursday, 3 p.m. live on BT Sport. That's UK time, of course. Also, from Providence, uh, we can expect Trin Bago to be in the 1.5 region now their form's picked up. Hawkins, what more do you have to tell us? Teams, TKR, Seifert, Julian, Munro, Paran is having a disgraceful time. Pollard, Akil, Hus- uh, Russell... All the way down there, bonkers stuff. Noreen, Pierre, Dupervillon, Pats, Fletcher, Lewis, Brevis, Darren Bravo, Rutherford, Dwayne Bravo, Dwayne Pretorius. Uh, check on him whether he's still playing. Uh, Rashid Khan, Dwayne Janssen, Akila, Dananjaya, and Carmichael. Uh, Trimbay go all over the place with their batting order. I'm not sure these players know what their roles are anymore. Uh, Russell, way too low. Uh, bon- bonkers. Bonkers, bonkers. Um, right, lovely stuff. Uh, Richard Mann, is Edward Hawkins right or wrong about Trinvago? Well, well, what I'm into it. Um, well, the, the, the playing better cricket than St. Kitts, I think he's right about what he says about Trinvago, but St. Kitts have been really poor for me. Terrible last time out against St. Lucia. Um, and, I, and I, I just can't I can't see them having enough quality to take down Trimbago here. It wouldn't be a match. I'd be mad keen on betting in the outright match market, to be honest. I'd probably look at the man of the match markets. But no, I'd, I would side between Bago if pushed. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, um, what do you think? You know, Patriots have lost two from six matches, which have been completed. They've only got two games left at the time for recording can only get to 10 points maximum have they checked out of this or do you think there's some fire left i think there might be um i know they've been very disappointing i can't make any case for them on what they have done so far but they have got quality throughout the side and they need to win these games to qualify and at these prices i would prefer them i don't trust trimbago at all i think they're i think pollard and russell are really spent forces nowadays. The only two batsmen who've made 100 runs are um, Seifert and Munro. Um, and, you know, now you've got now you've got Rashid Khan in it. They've got, you know, arguably the best player in, in the match. Um, I, I think they could be a bit of value at like 2.9, 3.0. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti not giving up on the Patriots. Right. Um Give me something to work with here, guys, in play, please. Maybe a run strategy. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, you first, then Richard Mann. Yeah, building on that, unders on um, TKR runs, I think their reputation sets it probably higher than it is. You might, 160 might be high, you might be at lay 150 or 1.6. I don't trust their batting at all. I'm Richard Mann. Avoiding player, just some man of the match markets. Actually, Trimbago as well, I should have mentioned, you, you know, they, they very nearly would have won the last three. They, they lost a tight one last time out, won, won the previous two. So I think we've been a bit harsh on Trimbago. And I like two of those guys in the man of the match market. Ravi Rampal continues to, to defy his age, really. And he goes under the radar in the betting. Uh, he's 
ball brilliantly. One for 20, one for 19, two for 10 in his last three outings. You've got to have him on side in the man of the match market. Uh, and if you are keen on Trimbega, and I'm talking myself into a second bet on the man of the match market, Tim Seifert opening the batting now, a uh, couple of 30s and a 44 in his last three knocks. They'll do for me. Hawkins, the tops, please. Uh, I'm going to be short and sweet again. I'm just uh, keen to see where the best fair sports, but give us something on Russell, considering he's been down there. Uh, among the uh, bowlers really at number eight uh, could well be an in-play bet and just referencing Richard Mann's stats previously about where the runs come from it, at this Providence ground and it's always good to get with a lower order batter on a dodgy batting wicket I feel okay um any more details any any more bits of juice from anybody Richard Mann well, well, I've, I kind of sort of give it away, haven't we, with the man of the match market. I think Ram Paul's just a, a good bet in the top baller market as well. I, I think the, the man of the match market will offer you, obviously, a bigger price, but I think he's rock solid in the, in the top Chimbago uh, baller market. Okay, and uh, Paul Krishnamurti, final business on this one. Well, um, Rich is back in Rally Ram Paul, man of the match, which is very encouraging. I think he's about 100 to 1 plus for top batsman. He's coming at eight sometimes. The guy can bat. Um, low scores, number eight can win. Um, the main bet for me, though, is Dwayne Bravo, top wicket taker, 130. Always bowls at the death. He's taken the most wickets in the side so far. Rashid Khan's presence pushed, pushed his odds out. I think that's good value. Thank you very much, Paul. That's the end of that one. Um, Pakistan versus England still to come. India versus Australia. Still to come, and best bets still to come. So hang around and listen. Right, Pakistan versus England, game two on Thursday. Likely similar odds from game one, which took place on Tuesday. Bet for exchange, probably going to be about 1.7-ish Pakistan and England in the 2.4 region. Um, Hawkins. Yes, that's me. Uh, yeah, I am reluctant to list possible 11s uh, because they are playing while listening to this pod. Butler is out, Topley a doubt for England early on and Wokes and Wood only likely to be used for the Lahore leg from Game 5. It's all a bit of a mess, really, for punters trying to get their heads around this uh, series. But I'm going to give you some general betting points as the match is at Karachi National Stadium again. So six out of eight from the January leg of the PSL was won by the side batting second. That flipped in February with the first leg, um, sides batting first started to win. But I think the first leg of those that tournament is more important. Historically, it's been a chasing uh, venue. So we're sticking with chasers here. 12 of the last 16 first innings, 170 or more. So you've got two good stats to go with. OK, thank you very much. Uh, important stat work. As always, Hawkins. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, let's talk about these match odds, please. Uh, not really reacting to toss bias. We saw it in the Asia Cup, saw it in the last World Cup. Could we see it here? Yeah, no, no reason why not. It seems the market really does take that much notice or, or enough notice of a toss bias. I mean, we want to see what happens in the first match to see if it is a chaser for any bit because it has gone both ways here. But I think it's a chaser's ground. Um to me, the bigger picture, though, at Karachi is on total runs. It's a really reliable ground for high scores. And going into that first match, both teams to score 11 10. Both, sorry, both teams to score 170 was 11 10. That's a solid bet. And that makes me think we're going to get big prices on 200 plus. 
Okay. Thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. One bit of team news worth discussing. Calf injury to Joss Butler, meaning Moeen leads. Richard Mann, you weren't impressed by his leadership in the West Indies. Series England lost, but Joss Butler has been pretty rubbish too. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think looking back at that series, it was probably more of a criticism that he underballed himself. I mean, we've been banging on on this pod for a while now how poor West Indies are against spinning in white ball cricket. And in that series in particular, Adil Rashid was magnificent, had West Indies in loads of trouble, while the seamers were regularly going over 10 and over. And yet Moeen hardly bowled himself, bowled Liam Livingston more than himself, and probably not enough as well. Um, so that was a criticism, really. I, I look, Moeen's done a terrific job in the blast for Worcestershire. He's done well in the 100. Um, so I'm certainly not writing him off as a captain, but he definitely underballed himself in that series. The other thing, though, I mean, there are coaches and analysts in the backroom staff there, and I'm not sure what they were doing in that series either. Someone really should have been in his ear about that. Um, so be interesting to see how it goes over the next next few weeks. There's obviously, it's a significant moment for, for cricket in Pakistan as well, with Moeen leading England as well. So, so fingers crossed he can do well. I'm certainly not writing him off as a captain. Okay. Um Paul Krishnamurti, England may well be in experimental mode. Does that worry you about betting them? It doesn't fill me with confidence, but the betting is uh, more favourable to Pakistan than I thought it was. You're looking at 2.4 England in the first game. I thought it'd be more like evens-evens. And I mean, I couldn't bat Pakistan with confidence that odds on after how badly they played in the Asia Cup. I know they reached the final, but... You know, they managed to blow the Dubai toss bias. They nearly even lost to Afghanistan, chasing 130. Um, without Barbarazan playing well, I, I'd be very worried. Um, and I think they might be a bit experimental too. I mean, Barbara's out of form. He might, maybe he won't open. Sham Massoud's in squads. Maybe he does. Fakas, a man's not been picked. And then you have this whole issue about who they have at four and five because they like to save Kush still and Asi Valley to the death. So um, they're a bit unsettled myself. I think they are favourites, but not not enough to bet with confidence, especially when there might be a toss spice. Okay, thank you very much, Paul. Uh, general points from you both now, which can hold for the rest of the series, could be an in-play strategy, a trade. Richard Mann first then, Paul. You just can't emphasise this enough, really. If you're going to be a Pakistan backer, um, pick your moments really because when they're batting they might well be chasing 190 but there's no way they'll be 110 10 for one after 10 overs they're always going to be about 70 after 10 overs so then you probably want to be back in Pakistan if that's your plan when they're chasing um, or if you're going to play the runs lines like Paul Paul will do you've got to bear that in mind a slow start as Rizwan and Baba take the time and then they rely on that middle order to get them out of trouble um, so, so please do bear that in mind slow and steady is the way for Pakistan Okay uh, Paul So I already mentioned that both teams to score about 11 to 10 170 both sides, I think that's very fair. And I, and I am interested in backing 200 plus here um, for either side. Um, no shine, no shine, 3D as well for Pakistan. So they're not, not full strength with the ball. I think you'll get good advice at 200 plus. And you may only need one of them to cop throughout the whole tournament to pay off. Okay. Thank you very much. Hawkins, what have you spotted on the tops? 
Well, Nawaz has been batting uh, up the order four and five for Pakistan. Betfair Sportsbook were going 25s for game one. They were doing that even when he was batting high up in at the Asia Cup. So they're not that fussed about him, clearly. Uh, he has to, does have a win in that Asia Cup. Rizwan, 11 wins from 19. Before that first game, Babar, only four in the same period. Rizwan is going to do the Bizwan at some stage. Richard Mann's uh, put, put in part of his treble uh, this week. So I think that's pretty solid. Just keep going with Rizwan. Uh, finally, 11-8 to 8 England for most sixes in the first game. I'd be amazed if that price holds uh, throughout the series because it's about mentality and Richard Mann just mentioned it. Pakistan don't have a gung-ho mentality. England do, even though they have got players out. They averaged 7.36s per game, England, in the last two years. Pakistan are at 5.7. In the last 12 months, Pakistan uh, 5.2 and England 7. So keep taking those prices, please. OK, um, what have you got from that, Richard Mann? I just want to put some more meat on the bones from last week, really. We, and I know Paul was keen on him. Uh, Harris Ralph, uh, top Pakistan bowler, with Shahin really not playing. And the more you look at it, the more you can make a strong case for him. Uh, I think in the last three Asia Cup matches that Pakistan played, Harris Ralph, designated death bowler. He won twice and then a two-way tie on the other occasion. So he looks rock solid. I'm, I'm sure Paul will agree. OK, I'll finish this one, please, Richard Mann. Yeah. I, I do absolutely agree. Harris South's cracking better, 130. And also, with Ed's previous comments about England, the most sixes, 11 to 8. And Nawaz has been up to 40 to 1. I think you've just got to stick with him because there's every chance he's going to come in at four. One slight contrary point, though. The way that this um, tendency of Pakistan to back slowly early on, that does, I think, depend on Babaraz and opening. Sham Massoud's in this squad and he often goes health for leather. So I could see Sham Massoud being a bit of value and maybe taken us by surprise. Yeah, I'm sorry to jump back in. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. He's had a terrific season for Derbyshire. T20, white ball, red ball, whatever. He was, he was magnificent. Thoroughly deserves his call-up. And I was just going to say, if he if he plays and say bats at three even... I wouldn't be afraid of buying his runs at 25, 26. I think he's a super player in the in the form of his life. Marvellous tick for Pakistan versus England. Thank you very much, gents. Um, one you can come back to, hopefully, throughout the series as well. Best bet still to come. Next, let's check in on India versus Australia. India versus Australia. Game two of the T20 series is on Friday from Nagpur at 3pm UK time. Bet for exchange expected to have Australia around the 2.6 mark. Uh, game one is happening while this pod goes into production, but useful in terms of news and pitch reports. Team news, that is, and pitch reports regardless from um, our friend Edward Hawkins. Uh, yeah, Australia, no Mitchell Marsh, Stoinis, Stark, Warner. Uh, India, the key with them is whether they pick five bowlers or six. If it's six, Huda will be playing. So they may have to drop Rahul uh, and move Kohli up. They're also trying to find room for Pant. Uh, so they could do that as well. Uh, and means Huda doesn't get a game and they play five bowlers. India, 12 wins from 14. Uh, their last chases. That's their re record batting second. Uh, they're not a team to get against in the chase, basically. This is from the Vidarbha Cricket Association Stadium, not the Vidarbha Cricket Association ground. Uh, so it's in Nagpur. Nine of the last 11 have been won by the team batting first. The average score in 27 matches, 138. 
Okay. Paul Krishnamurti, India, um, great chasers on about first ground. Australia not at full strength. India potentially flawed. Big golf in the odds. What on earth do we do? Yeah, the, the Warner withdraws a big blow because I quite like the Australians who are here at a big price. I'm still pretty keen on them and I, I'm, I'm very keen for the World Cup and I think it's not a bad time to bet them because if they do well, that it will help. Um, I would say that also, at the same point as the Pakistan, England game, this is the perfect time for teams to experiment, right, just before the World Cup. So maybe that's the way we're going to find some batsmen who are going to be promoted up the order. And it could work particularly well here because the stats at that course suggest it's a low-scoring game. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Richard Mann, a question on Virat Kohli for you. He's averaging 47 in the last 12 months, striking at 133. Are those the numbers of someone too slow for this format or numbers that are going to cost the team? Both. I think they are. The best way I can put this, if you're thinking about leaving Rishad Pant out in a T20 match because... Virat Kohli is one of the batsmen you're going to pick, then I think you have to have a second look. And at the moment, we're looking at Pant might not play, or Kale Rahul might not play. I know he's not been in fantastic form for India recently, but he's a giant of the IPL in the last few years. Kale Rahul, he's done far better than Virat Kohli has. Um, I, I, I just think T20 cricket at the top level, I know he made 100 in the Asia Cup recently, but at the top level, I think it's a pace too fast for him nowadays. It's The game's gone past him in this format. Still a fine 50 over player and a fine test player. But no, if they want to win the World Cup, I think they're going to have to make a really tough decision. Paul Krishnamurti, one word, keep Virad or dump him? Uh, dump him and get unders. No, 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 that's it. One word, one word. Get unders. Okay, perfect. Right. How do we bet this game then, guys? Rich Mann and then Paul Krishnamurti with nuggets, please. Uh, I, I think India are going to win. I, I I still think they'll be too strong for Australia. Um, and I just think I'd probably be trying to just set some some, some bet backs on India in running uh, if you're not happy with the original price. Okay. And Paul Krishnamurti, and now you can give us your unders nugget. Uh, yeah, unders on Kohli, unders on India runs. I think that top order will struggle against the Aussie base. Okay, thank you. Um, sorry to cut you off, Paul. Uh, under, under instructions from the boss. Hawkins, tell us the tops, please. Yeah, let's stay with Kohli then. Seven wins from 22, his last 22, and he's got two ties as well. So he was value at 11 to 4 game one. He will still be value even with a blank. Uh, just because we don't think he's good enough for the format doesn't mean he's not good enough to win on this market because he can block his way to a success. Yadav, seven wins from 28 for India, was value at 72 pre-game one. He will still be value with a blank. And finally, Pat Cummins at 40s on a potentially tricky pitch. Not much to beat here, could win it with 30 or 40. OK, Richard Mann and then Paul Krishnamurti, please finish this one off for us. Yeah, love the Pat Cummins uh, angle, but uh, I'm really keen on Harshal Patelli, a top India bowler. Um, he's a point bigger than Jasper Boomer, and he's, he's just a fantastic death bowler. Both of them are, but I'll take the bigger price about Harshal. Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, Surikumar Yadav, every game in this series. Top batsman, Josh Hazelwood's man of the match, every match game in this series. And Cummins is good value at 40 to 1, and Sean Abbott might be 2 at 50s. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, now get ready, because here come the best bets, and here come the winners. 
Right. Now, as promised, best bets time. We have some scores, we have some doors, and we have Edward Hawkins. Richard Mann, minus 18.65. Eight to one winner for Richard Mann last week. Hope you got that one. Paul Christomurti, despite putting up Odin Smith for top Guiana bat, is minus 40.5. You've got to put these ones in your best bets, Paul Christomurti. I think it's Richard Mann to go first this week. Uh, if not, I apologise. These guys have both got five units to spend. I'll kick off uh, two units. Harshal Patel, top India bowler against Australia in the second T20. I'll have 1.5 points. Harris Routh, top Pakistan bowler for England. I'll have one unit. Shimran Hetmeyer, top Guyana batsman against Jamaica Talawaza, 6-1. to one. I have one point. Shan Masood, top match batsman for England, 15-2. And then my final two units in the same CPL match, I'm going to go top Jamaica Talawas batsman, a unit on Raymond Reefer at 15 to 2, and a unit on Fabian Allen at 11 to 1. Which leaves me with 2.5 units. I'll have half a unit, Mohammed Nawaz, top Pakistan batsman, half a union, Josh, half a unit, Josh Hazelwood, man of the match uh, versus India, one point, Surya Kumar Yadav. Top India bats, and for the uh, final half of unit, Romario Shepherd, nineteen to one, top Guyana bat. That's your best bet. Time for Cricket Only Better episode 156. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair. All your CPL games are previewed there, every single one of them. And we've also got those games previewed, Pakistan versus England and India versus Australia throughout the series. And we'll see you next time on Cricket Only Better. <laughs>